This podcast is brought to you by Men's Tea Clinic. Men's Tea Clinic is the team I trust with my total wellness optimization, and so should you. Five DFW locations with North Frisco, El Dorado Parkway at Dallas North Tollway now open. Call 972-GO-MEN'S-TEA or visit mensteaclinic.com. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Here we go. Hour one, G-Bag Nation here on 105.3 The Fan. Hope you're having a great day right here on a Thursday, Thursday. General at your service, there's Broadus Lucius. You have uh, Walt Chuck and Chia following Carter Freeman coordinating your video along with you. We are the G Bag Nation here on 1053 The Fan. College basketball is heating up. You got it on the TVs everywhere. And it's a bit of a calm before the storm in the NFL right now. What piece of news are you most anticipating? Coming from the Cowboys uh, as a free agency draft trade season, all that heats up. The text is open. The chat's open for you. Twitch, YouTube, 877-881-1053. You know, Brian, we could get a Dak Prescott contract any day now, according to both Steve and Jerry. Yeah, that would be be interesting. Uh, To me, I I don't know. This is one of those things. I, I feel like that they're with this agent. Uh, with Todd France, nothing's done really in a timely manner. But behind the scenes, guys, you know, Todd Williams, Adam Pacifica, those guys, um, they do a lot of work, do a lot of good work. I, I just think with the agent, it might be uh, something that would drag a little bit. The thing I'm looking forward to is, are we getting football fibbed on Zeke, Tyron Smith, guys like that? Are oh, we, yeah. Are we, are we, are we is getting, that for real at all? Yeah, is yeah. that for real? And I just say football fibbed that we had the general manager on the bus talking about keeping everybody in place. Uh, but, you know, in actuality, they probably need to do something to to get this thing uh, you know, under, yeah. the ca- under the cap. And we're getting resolution on a lot of this stuff in the next six days, I believe. Um, they need a, either an extension for Dak Prescott or they'll restructure his current deal to create more cap space. If, as they'll just add more voidable years on the back end of that if, if they can't get a deal done. They'll find the space one way or another. Yeah, they, I feel like, though, guys, if they just knowing the history of Todd France, they're probably going to go short on this deal. And I mean short just like a couple of years. You know, not anything probably long term. Like two, two and years. ninety. Yeah. yeah, something something shorter that gets Dak to the what, market. What's again. the APY on the new money? If Daniel Jones is yeah. sitting at forty, if I'm Dak and Todd, I'm like, okay, we're going to get significantly more than that per year, right? With this extension, got to right. be between forty and fifty. Yeah, yeah forty five to fifty. I'd yeah. say. Yeah, yeah that'd be my guess. The APY on the new money, and and last time around it was forty. What 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 story is you guys looking forward to? Uh, getting some closure on here in the next week. I think the Tyron one is is the one that interests me the most. I, I think Ezekiel Elliott is is going to not. You think be that's here. a done deal? I, I think it's a done deal in that he's either not going to be here or he's going to be here at like a minimum salary. Because uh, I think that's all you can legitimately ju- justify uh, with what he does for you, at least on the field. So that to me is a, I'm more confident in that. The Tyron one is where I'm interested to see how can they. How can they keep him here? And if they do, how can they keep him here at the at a hopefully a much lower number? Donovan Wilson will also be interesting because that's one I think that they really want to get done. But what does his market 
end up yeah. being? Does it end up being one where the price tag just gets too high and then he ends up leaving via free agency? And then what do they do to make up for that? Is it Marquise Bell just slides in and ends up taking that role? Or do they end up looking at maybe adding another safety in the draft? Yeah, a lot of different things are are in the air. Legal tampering will start Monday at 11 o'clock, right in the middle of the KNC Masterpiece. And uh, almost immediately, you're going to get things. It's like once legal tampering starts, the conversations don't start. It gets announced that we've been working behind the scenes on a number of deals. So Monday is going to be an insane day. And yeah, will Donovan Wilson, will Leighton Vander Esch be getting scooped up already? will be amongst the uh, attention points. Yeah, there's a lot of deals that are already probably done and agreed to. Uh, that you know that happened at the combine a lot of meetings a lot of you know come to the hotel here we'll talk about this meetings on the bus whatever they have to do so I think everybody's kind of got an idea of of how they're going to march in this thing and they're just ready for them to get the orders to go forward with it Tyron Smith's situation very interesting uh the the update pretty much is that they're going to continue to work on you know building it in a way that makes sense for both parties Brian do you have anything to add to that no that's you know that's kind of where we're at right now I I you know I want to ask you guys the question is Tyron Smith a progress blocker now to Tyler Smith yes you know and that's in Ezekiel Elliott a progress blocker to potentially drafting somebody in this draft i think zeke's a progress blocker but tyler smith would still start play the entire game at guard and i wasn't that impressed at tackle to be like he's got to be out there you know the 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 running uh benefit that you get from tyler smith i think will come just as well at guard if you want to run inside maybe better and you won't have to deal with uh him him getting blown by on you know too many occasions in the passing game they just talked so much about availability, and you don't have that with Tyron. And I and, and look, Tyron's been one of my favorite Cowboys ever. He's, he's a hell of a player, and he should be a Ring of Honor type of guy and, and maybe talked about as a potential Hall of Famer. Yeah, but and, that, and that's why it needs to be cheap. Right. Yeah, because he's not available. But yeah. he's, he's not available, and, and he, there's no way that you can bring him back under that number. But at now I, I, I think that, you know— in give a lot of credit to Tyler last year he did that he he played both spots going back and forth from tackle and guard so he could do it again but at this point it's like I think you just need to play him at left tackle and let him go to work and look Will McClay's talked about this a lot too there's only there's not enough good quality offensive linemen to go around so maybe that's what they're thinking maybe they're thinking look if we have one year left to Tyron Smith if we can get something out of him, that's still better than maybe our backup plan. Yeah, no doubt about it. I think that's a great point. Chaos for the Mavs. They lose to the Pelicans. Didn't have Bullock and Kleba. And it was the offense, though, that really let him down. Bad game for Luka, and then he got hurt, had to leave third quarter. MRI reportedly clean, though, from Woj if you missed that during crosstalk. So that is a big relief. That's great. Uh, he did say, though, the injured thing ha- has been bothering him since the second game after the All-Star break. He's 22 of his last 60 shots in his last three games. So we're gonna, about to be uh, getting ready to see a stretch here, I, I think, of some Kyrie Irving basketball. The MRI is clean, but it doesn't mean that the leg is feeling good. So I imagine he's going to miss at least a couple of games. And uh, maybe that's what everybody involved needs right now to get get some wins and get Luca healthy and let Kyrie run with these guys that you know might, might really enjoy playing that brand of basketball a little bit more. I, I think right now it's about Luca getting healthy, but also Luca continuing to make adjustments and figure out ways to conform to that style that almost everybody else on the team wants to play, not him.
Yeah, yeah, that that is uh, that that is going to be fun, especially if they want to throw in. Or can we get a little bit more of Hardy at this point, and and can can that ignite Josh Green a little bit more? I don't know. I think there's there could be some some positives to this if they can win games because winning games is is huge for them right now with the way all these these standings are. So if you can get some role players to maybe get some confidence going into the playoffs, but Luca's health has to be priority number one because if you're going into the playoffs with him feeling even like he is now, you, this is going to be – it'll be ending quickly What if they you. do get victories of playing with an up-tempo and kind of a more open style up and down the floor a little bit more? You know, and, they, and then they, they do win games. And then all of a sudden you get Luka back and it, it turns down to slow motion. What, how are you going to feel about the team at that point? Where they – do you feel like, man, they need to go back to that style? They're going to play some good – I mean, you know, Memphis a couple of times. I know John Morant's not going to be a part of this, but – what if they do have success playing with a more up-tempo style, more wide open, you know, and then Luka comes back and they don't have that success? How do you go into the playoffs? What kind of, what's your, what's your, your attitude about the Mavericks? Like, man, they need to play this style that is more yeah. conducive to Kyrie, the way he plays. Well, are you going to feel that way? Or are you going to feel like, no, no, tried and true, old Luka, you know, pound the ball, walk it up, do all that. How, how are you going to feel about that if they're winning games playing up tempo i think the slower style is going to work a little bit more there's going to be matchups depending on who you're up against the warriors went through that with kevin durant they're like well our our basketball is beautiful and then when they got to the playoffs they're like yeah it might be more beautiful but kevin durant's more efficient right so it's it's tough to um you know negotiate that as an organization i think there's got to be a compromise and if you're luca and you're not in these situations where slow iso basketball is going to be the most efficient then you have to participate like you're one of the other five guys not the orchestrator of your own show and i think he 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 has more than enough skills to to uh, assimilate to that and and help it uh, be even greater than we can imagine. And to your point, it, it has always seemed like in the playoffs, the game does slow down a little bit, which benefits the type of pace that Luca likes to play with. But I did think it was interesting, and we were talking with Baskey about it after Crosstalk, you know, when, when Cassidy Hubbard interviews Tim Hardaway Jr. coming out of the break. And he's like, man, what, 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 she asked him, what's been so efficient for you after the All-Star break? And you've had just amazing games shooting from three. And he said, well, it's the pace. It's now the looks that I'm getting from Kyrie because now I'm just in motion with my shots. I'm in rhythm as opposed to kind of just standing around and being stagnant, kind of waiting for the ball like when I'm playing with Luka. I mean, that's paraphrasing what he was saying, but that's the difference in playing with Kyrie and the shots that now THJ is getting, for example, as opposed to when he's playing with Luka Doncic. Yeah, you'd love to see Luka get to the playoffs and and despite the fact that things slow down, when the when the team, you kind of have to adapt to your team. Last year, Luka's style was great for them. It, it totally worked out. Everything was conducive to it. But now things have changed. You'd love to see him be able to adapt. And you've seen it a little bit with some of his, his outlet passes that we were discussing once the trade happened and like imagining what it could look like. And they've had games where, I mean, the other night, 24, 25 fast break points you know, so they're still being able to get out there and run, but how much more can you crank that? Because yeah. sky's sort of the limit. Yeah, I, I think you should try to really get that ball moving and whipping like the Warriors did. And I, I think Luca can pass it fine. You know, he just needs to transition to, hey, I'm a I'm a cog in the machine and I'm gonna move the ball and then move myself in a new space and we're gonna play that style, uh, at least for all the minutes that both he and Kyrie are on the court together, and I think it could be special. Okay, Kyrie has gone viral for the first time since he was traded here. He, you know, he likes to talk and he likes to give his honest thoughts and stuff. And it, was he on a, like an Instagram live or something last night? 
talking about different things and maybe was, twitch. was, was it, it twitch? twitch i think he was i think it was a twitch okay thing, yeah it was definitely know. a social media a phone type of view and venting about being blamed for things and and the downside of people gambling and playing fantasy and and then what's that's what's that has done to uh to sports fan culture but uh, not not that big of a deal right or people aren't freaking out about this I, I thought it was a little weird because i haven't noticed people blaming Kyrie. Um, I, I was hoping that we're celebrating him and not just tolerating him. Um, but apparently he's still seeing some of that. I, I think if you have enough followers or you just go on social media long enough, you're, and you're in the public eye, you're going to get haters. So apparently there are some haters out there for him, chief. I do think there was, I, I think he was provoked in like a question, someone oh, like asking a, chat? a question. Yeah. And so he kind of just yeah. went in on all of his thoughts. I don't know that it was just him firing from the hip and there going go. opening monologue. This is how I'm feeling right here, right now. Yeah. I think someone asked it's him a people question. in the chat being people in the chat. Right. Yeah. Right. And he's, he's pontificating or giving his honest thoughts about that. Yeah. I, I thought, uh, you know, it was really interesting to see. And I was like, oh, boy, what are we doing here with with Kyrie Irving talking about the haters coming after him and all that? But I think, um, you know, the NBA world and the DFW sports scene has taken this pretty much in stride. So that is great. We'll have the audio a little bit later on if you want to hear it. They will visit the Grizzlies on Saturday. We're going to have Mike Lombardi here on, on Pat McAfee today saying, yep, Rams are calling about trading Matt Stafford out of Los Angeles. I'm not a bit surprised. That's what you do. You know, and in today's era, you don't have to just just trade for players around your quarterback. You can go get you a quarterback. You don't even have to like draft, develop, and franchise one now, Brian. You can just go, you got Aaron Rodgers, Matt Lamar Jackson. Who do you want over here? Yeah, if we You were, can call one eight hundred quarterback now, Bill. Yeah, if that was if this was twenty three years ago, I wouldn't be doing radio with you guys right now. Right? I'd still be in the league. Yeah, because we, they, there was Bill no, wouldn't have been on the warpath. There's no way in hell that you were going to find a quarterback and or somebody to give you one. You'd probably be at the Big 12 tournament with Bill Parcells right now, <laughs> chopping <laughs> it up and yeah. eating some delicious Absolutely. menu items. Yeah, he was <laughs> he was a lot of fun to kind of travel around with that stuff. Like he goes, you know who the hell you're dealing with? I'm like, sure, coach. Just trying to be a nice guy, <laughs> pay for parking here. But you know, that's that's kind of where I, you know, yeah, it's it's to me, this is why you shouldn't be held hostage by your quarterback. Yeah. You know, if you don't feel like, you know, if you're one of these teams that's not going to fire your GM or fire anybody in the front office, you should you should be willing to make moves on your quarterback and stuff like that. You shouldn't be held hostage. I'm with shouldn't, you. Shouldn't have your quarterback ask you for $45 million a year because you could always go out and find another one. Right, like we had that conversation, and you brought it up hosting the draft show today on DallasCowboys.com. Like if Will Levis slid to 26, right, mm-hmm. should the Cowboys consider it? My answer was absolutely you should. Why? Maybe he ends up being better than Dak Prescott. And should the Cowboys now be in a situation where it's like, let's just go ahead and be status quo with Dak if he's good? Should they not be looking at maybe going great? I used to live in the world of you finally have a franchise quarterback. Don't mess with that. But I don't think you can hold yourself back by that anymore. I don't think you can live scared by trying to to, to get off of just being in – all right, we're, we're in the playoffs, but we're not advancing to conference championships anymore. And worst case scenario, maybe that doesn't work out, or you've got a trade piece and a trade asset in a Will Levis. But I think you should, now 
with the fluidity and you're living in an offseason with you can trade for an Aaron Rodgers or a Lamar Jackson, you should now more than ever be looking to upgrade at that quarterback position if you don't think your guy's the guy. Rams probably should have waited for the Matt Stafford retirement whispers. Uh, you know, they probably should have got ahead yeah. of those. Yeah, what's this. going on there? It's How like, healthy is his elbow? Because <laughs> we, we, we yeah. last time we were talking about Matt Stafford, I believe it was 24 to 48 hours ago, and it was the idea that he's very likely Retiring. or yeah. it's at least up well, in the air that he could just retire because he's injured, and now we're hearing that you're picking picking up the phone to trade him. Of course you are. He had a terrible injury-riddled season. You're paying him a ton of money, and he's bordering on retirement. I'd be trying to get rid of him, too. Okay, so look how genius the Rams are. They they restructure his 2023 salary, so he's at $1.5 million. They're going to have a $50 million cap hit. Oh, look at this. We're horrible. We can't spend any money in 2023. We have the worst record in the NFL. We're trading Matt Stafford, who has taken this huge cap hit on our books. He's not going to hit your salary very much. And it's uh, 31 next year and 27 the year after that. You can give us a first and a third for that, can't you, if Matt Stafford's healthy? Maybe Matt Stafford at $40 million a year, you'd be like, oh, I don't, I don't know about that. He's old, he's hurt, he's max paid. But you're getting essentially quarterback for one year on rookie salary scale money while the Rams go intentionally into cap hell so they can tank, draft a quarterback number one overall, and get their salary cap back in order so they can begin binging on talent again as early as 2024. So, like, they're riding that wave perfectly. And the team that trades for Stafford, whose salary is going to be very, very small in 2023, they're getting a tremendous edge as well. It's the the 3D chess, right? And some teams still still playing that checkers. G-Bag of the Day is coming up at 2.30. NFL odds and ends coming up next here on 105.3 The Fan. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network, from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. All right, welcome back. It is the G-Bag Nation here on 105.3 The Fan. Hope you're having a great day. Segment here is brought to you by the Frankels. There's a reason you need a special license to drive a big truck, so companies that hire drivers and put them in a big truck should be held accountable for what happens when one hurts you. Frankly, you need Frankel and Frankel. The consultation's always free, truckwreck.com. On Friday, we got a game coming. Questions that will shock you. We'll be competing in a trivia contest with dueling Mr. Sparky's. 
That'll be at four o'clock and and five o'clock. The hijinks will be what? underway at hour three. Yeah, signed us up for that. We're that, sparking again. Yeah, that'd be uh, that'd be Gavin Spittle. I thought that Mr. Sparky thing. I didn't we, get that email. I felt like that thing was going away. I threw what? it away. Who got it out of the trash can? No, that was an I HR did. violation. That you was something of- that we weren't allowed to do. <laughs> Gosh, dang it. <laughs> well, I, I I took it out of the garbage. I put it in my locker. Uh, so that's uh, starts. Jerk. Yeah, it starts Thursday. I think it's going to be a team event this time around. And immunity in the uh, playoff G bag survivor is on the line. Immunity in the playoff G bag survivor on the line. That's Can right. I team oh, up with Lucius. NBA edition. I'm not sure. I'm not sure. Hopefully. hopefully. He's the smartest one. Okay, uh, we do have the G-Bag of the Day coming up in six minutes. you have some NFL odds and ends for us, guys? Yeah. Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm just a little bit shell-shocked What right the hell now. are we doing? Seriously, this, I, is I, all, this is all I hitting me in real time. <laughs> I thought hey, you liked that. Hey, the payoffs. You, you don't have to do a payoff. You I do, would if you do get electrocuted, you don't have to do a payoff. That thing hurts. <laughs> yeah. Here's all yeah. you have to do to not have a payoff, boys. Quite simply. You know what? Bleed just it. just do the payoff. Because I'm, I'm not <laughs> yeah. waxing yeah. another okay. thing on my body ever. So electrocute the hell out of me. I will say, I'd rather be electrocuted than eat another one of those hot gummy bear. Those death gummy bears. Do you guys remember that oh yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. The little nitro i'm against that. it's it's only a minor electrocution the little nitro. Don't be so dramatic. That, that thing i, I don't know great. about this okay cool well, I've, that's got very some, exciting. I've got some comp days coming to me i think are you gonna use it tomorrow <laughs> maybe <laughs> you, you never know lake the lake's looking nice tomorrow i think maybe things are not looking nice for the prospects of lamar jackson right now uh, mm. And I'm still a firm believer in this is all a bunch of this is all a bunch of crap that nobody wants to do the guaranteed deals, but everybody is going to uh, want some some level of being in on the Lamar Jackson sweepstakes. It it will happen. That's just my opinion on it. But the NFL reminded clubs in a memo yesterday that next week's two day negotiating period that we were discussing where it's not officially free agency, but it kind of is. They can tamper and stuff. That's only for the unrestricted free agents. So guys like Lamar who are tagged, they can't have these conversations until 48 hours later on Wednesday. Say, oh, that's not that big of a deal. Well, then the Baltimore Ravens have five full days to kick around and decide if they want to match the deal. So if you're a, if you're a team that's that, that offers Lamar Jackson, first you got to wait that first 48 hours, so you're – you can't get all your ducks in a line from a free agent standpoint because you know you're offering this big deal to Lamar, but you don't know if it's actually yours until maybe five days later. And now I'm going to miss the boat on all this other opening season on free agency, right? Yeah, teams I don't can't know extend my, an offer like that. It's yeah. a weird deal because you're caught up in the air and you've you offered hold, Lamar, but you don't you know. Hold that money, yeah. So then you're kind of punting on the first week of free agency or first five days of real free agency because you don't know whether or not Lamar's your quarterback. So you kind of don't know exactly how to navigate these free agent waters. And then maybe it's five days later and oh, Baltimore decides they match. And now you're out on Lamar and you didn't you you didn't weren't able to have a plan B in the first week. Yeah, it, the more and more I'm, I'm hearing about this, the more I think it's going to take uh, a lot longer than we hope. Because teams are going to have to strike out in free agency in the draft. And all this is going to have to play out. We still don't have a quarterback. Or our season starts and our player sucks. Even into next year. You know, I just... I think this is going to be an ugly, long, drawn-out situation. And and in the end, it's going to be hard to pick a winner. Agreed. Ooh. I I, I do have the odds here. Not good for Lamar. It's not good for Lamar, no. Uh, But I do have the latest odds on the team. If it's not going to be the Ravens. Okay. Who who do you think right now is leading the Vegas odds here? The Commanders. Commanders, yeah. Commanders, yeah. That's what I would have thought too, man. They're Not all the, the Commanders. Way, they're all the way down at plus twelve hundred, 
and there's like 10 teams in front the of The Raiders. The Raiders are only a couple of spots ahead of Washington there. Where's San Francisco? San Francisco is like 15th. Well, Miami. But it's Miami didn't have a first-round pick, Houston. right? It's Detroit. What? Detroit's at 3-1 to one right now. How? They Vegas, Jared Vegas, Goff plays great. Vegas know? Vegas, Vegas knows, knows something. Here, yeah. They do. Oh, that's what I'm wondering. Yeah, they know something. But then I'm on. like, let's do call they really Bennett. know what they're doing? Because the second one, yeah, let's call your son, uh, is they have the Buccaneers as the second best odds. And I, I think, think they're just throwing crap on the wall. Like That's that's a sucker Detroit bet. was like a, ooh, and then the Bucks. I'm going, okay, now, yeah, maybe they're just trying to get a couple of suckers here because that makes no sense. And then it's Indy, and then it's the Jets. And I think the Jets is an interesting one because if the if the Rodgers thing falls through and it, apparently it's like, hey, we've got all the parameters set in place. We're ready to do this thing. We being the Jets and the Packers, we're just kind of waiting for Aaron Rodgers to decide he's willing to go to the Jets. That that apparently is where he we're will at. Not let it, he will not allow it to happen in a timely manner. No, no, no. no. He is not no. going to – I mean – the Packers are probably let's go. The Jets are saying let's go, and Aaron Rodgers is going to have another five hold or six. Hold on, hold on. Yeah. Although Diana Rossini is saying the Jets are feeling really good right now about their chances at landing him. Mm-hmm. Sure, but does yeah they feel good about it? But does does but that, when's it going to happen? Does that match with the guy who's like you know I don't know? We we'll go back I mean, into the darkness and reconsider, boys. If, I, if yeah, I'm, I'm the Jets, sure I play. if I'm the Jets, I'm saying hey dude, we can't we can't be punting on the offseason of building rapport with our wide receivers like you did, like you were talking about yesterday. It's such a great point. But they can't like, pressure the guy. No, but they, but I I know that's the, that's the the, the, oh, okay. the tough spot I'm, they're in. But I would yeah. love to get confirmation from Aaron Rodgers if I'm the Jets saying hey, you're going to be working with my Garrett Wilsons of the world and these young wide receivers that I have. So it's not Thanksgiving by the time you feel comfortable with your wide receivers. Yeah. I want to make sure we're coming out of the gates. What yeah. was Mahomes doing when he got Juju Smith-Schuster and a bunch of new cast receivers? Okay, boys, let's get down to DFW together and let's get this thing ironed out so that we come out of the gates hot and we're not you know eating yeah. some turkey on Thanksgiving when we're starting to figure out our chemistry here. Yeah, it was a little too little too, little too late for, for Aaron Rodgers and the Packers. And if I'm the team, I'm like, man, if you're not committed to the offseason at this age, you got to keep your body in shape and work in with new teammates. If you're not committed that way and I'm the Jets, I don't want to sign up for hearing an offseason about you going and finding yourself on retreats. I'm sorry, you know, uh, this, but this is a football operation and it's just too much damn money. You know, for you to have such, um, you know, alternate hobbies no, or, or life interests. Yeah. You need to be all in, man. We're not yeah. doing the bro vacation with Miles Teller for, no, you know, for no six more weeks of that. out of the no. summer. It is time now for the G-Bag of the Day. Here's Lucius. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Let's rock. All right. Well, we, where we last left off, our champion is just a man walking his dog in a grocery store. His dog has a... Uh, he's wearing... Adidas dog shoes, which is really cute. Dog has borettes and ribbons and everything. It's a nice little dog. But apparently, this man is DMX reincarnated. Or maybe Michael Irvin. I don't know. <laughs> He's one of these cats. He sounds like Michael. What are these people to talk like this? <laughs> yeah, uh, let's see. Guy in the grocery store wanted something to, wanted this man to do something about his dog. I don't know what the facts are about it, but just listen to this. Brother, man, I keep telling you numerous times, get out of my face, bro. No, I'm telling you, get out of my face because you look like you want to fight, dog. I don't know why you coming. I'm a grown black man, dog. I don't need you to come on my face, brother. I told you nicely, man. Get out of my face, boy. Oh, you getting ready to fight. That's all I'm letting you know, son. I'm get out of my face. I'm telling you nicely, boy. Don't play at me, man. That's it. You ready to fight? Let's get it. I'm Marcus Garvey Grandson, boy. 
Let's hug, bitch. I'm running for office, boy. <laughs> yeah, thank you, man. Thank you, man. This guy roll up on me about my dog, man. Yeah, roll up on my about my dog, man. This guy right here, man. Hmm. Yeah, don't worry about it. Yeah. It's all good now. Yeah. 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 I love it. I thought I heard a little Al Pacino in there, too, somewhere. Yeah, too. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Uh, you guys familiar with Marcus Garvey? You guys familiar at all? I'm familiar with the name. Okay. Activist in the 70s? Yeah. 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 Uh, let's see. Shannon Sharp. He got a little comfortable on television. Oh, uh, Shannon. I mean, if, if, I make, if I'm making fried chicken and somebody says, yeah. I got some chocolate for you, yeah. what the hell? Yeah, I like chocolate, but what the fuck? I, uh-huh. I'm sorry. You got to be a recurrent. Why would I need chocolate to go with fried chicken? Why do you? Why do you need chocolate yeah. to go with fried chicken? That's a great question. I can understand why he might have dropped the F-bomb while discussing no, such sorry. a topic. Gosh, dude. I thought the cuss word was going to be the best part of that, but it's it's the final question yeah. he's asking there. It's yeah. brilliant. I don't know. The one thing, I, when I was thinking about chocolate and chicken, I was thinking about mole, you know, like the Spanish oh, yes. chicken and Absolutely. all that. Absolutely, no me gusta. Yeah, yeah, the chocolate with it and stuff like that. Not so a mole fan. Th- that's no. the. Oh, you're not a fan of it at all. Use a little chocolate for that though, with your chicken, if you had to. I've ordered it a couple of times, and it has been. I've, one time it was really good. A couple of times it was not good. Yeah, it's a potent. It's a potent. Flavor. It is. It is a potent very strong, flavor, very strong flavor with chocolate. Yeah. Beautiful. Beautiful. Education. Yeah, do what you got to do, man. I got to do the best I can. Hey, uh, yesterday was a church day. Now, I play church clips not to poke fun or anything. Uh, in fact, I was a man who was, my family went to church two times a week. Absolutely. I was raised up in that damn church. Uh, my mother is a bishop. In fact, she has a PhD in, what is that, theology or something like that? Theology, yes, I've sir. had fantastic conversations with my mother about religion, so I'm not making fun of it, but I am making fun of these clips, 100%. Uh, for people that live like me, you know what I'm saying? want to make fun of it a little bit. Uh, so this guy right here caught the Holy Ghost in church, had a good day. Felt good leaving. Brother. He say, he's, huh? I feel better than smoking weed. Yeah, yeah. I feel high. Yeah. Off the Holy Ghost. I feel so high. Amen. I feel so good right now. <laughs> he even crying too. You hear what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> that's that's powerful. Oh, brother. He say, he's. Huh? I feel better than smoking weed. <laughs> <laughs> I feel better than smoking weed. What? I'm a crowd pleaser, too. You're a hell of a preacher, man. Everyone gets excited. <laughs> Holy Spirit is dope. I'm coming to church more often. Yeah. Uh, let's see here. And yeah, I've got another church clip for you, fellas. Now, I don't know what this preacher is preaching about right here. I have no idea what he's preaching about. But I have one. Uh... That nigga won't serve. You need to fix this transmission. Y'all ain't come. Now nah, don't nobody want to say nothing. Look at all these cheap holes in here. You don't want to say nothing. You don't even want to talk. You're giving up the cookie, but you ain't got no receipt. Y'all ain't talking. Oh, Lord, have mercy. Now, you know what? Wow. I don't know what that preacher's preaching about, but it sounds like some pimping. Yeah. yeah. It sounds like some pimping, You're bro. giving up the cookie. I ain't trying to say that's what he's talking about, but, you know. You better charge for that. What well, church we're at. Wow, bro. <laughs> That won't serve. You need to fix this transmission. Y'all ain't talking. What? Now, nah, don't nobody want to say nothing. Look at all these cheap holes in here. He is tripping. Yeah. He is tripping. Yeah. You yeah. should see that crowd reaction to it. It's amazing. Yeah. They go crazy. Man. I feel like he's saying if you're if you're gonna give it up, you better be getting something in return. Yeah. He better be he better be paying off some bills here. Yeah. Don't be you a cheap hoe, be an expensive hoe. Now don't that sound like some pimping? That's that's pimping if I That sounds like it. a double dose of this yeah. pimping. Mm-hmm.
Mm-hmm. Keep the family together. Uh, let's see and, what else and here. Spend some money on that audio system. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's a pastor with a side hustle, right? Yeah. yeah. Uh, let's see. Speaking of uh, churches and whatnot, well, referee Ben Taylor comes to the front of the congregation. <laughs> ben Taylor, will you come to the front of the congregation? <laughs> Raptors guard Fred Van Fleet has some words for you. I mean, I don't mind. I'll take a fine. I don't really care. I thought, you know, um, Ben Taylor was f- terrible tonight. Um, <laughs> yeah. I thought that on most nights, that. you know, a couple of the, you know, out of the three, there's one or two that just f- the game up, oh. you know, and it's, it's, it's been like that a couple couple games in a row. Um, Denver was tough, obviously. You come out tonight, you're competing pretty hard. The third quarter, I get a bull <laughs> tech, changes the whole dynamic of the game, changes the whole flow of the game. And, um, you know, most of the refs are trying hard. I like a lot of the refs are trying hard. They're pretty fair. They communicate well. And then you got the other ones who just want to be dicks and um, just kind of f- the game up. Nobody's coming to see that <laughs> shit. They come to see the players. And um, I think we're losing a little bit of the fabric of what the NBA is and was. And um, it's been disappointing this season. Um, you can look up most of my texts this year have been with Ben Taylor officiating. So <laughs> at a certain point as a player, you feel it's personal. And um, it's never a good place to be. That's not why we lost tonight. We got outplayed. Um, but it definitely makes it tougher to overcome. So Going good. full Lisa McCaffrey there, isn't yeah, she? Disney. Don't be dicks. Yeah, don't be dicks. That's what he said. Yes. Oh, I do man. love that he, he didn't subtweet him. You know, he tagged him in there. Oh, he did. He, he, he put did. his name on he it did. and everything. I think Ben Taylor gives him a tag immediately to start the next game he officiates. Hey, Fred, you're teed up. I don't know. Unfortunately, that's been going on for decades. I know they've been trying to get better at it, but there's no doubt some personal issues between players and refs. Do, do they right. have scales to the fine system? Can they look at that and say that's more than your average five five k or is there just because he definitely got his money's worth? No, for Fred, yes. Fred played for free last night. I would say <laughs> yeah. I would say that's very extreme and it's almost a double fine, but it's yeah. so damn funny. We're actually going to cut it in half. I like yeah. that. Yeah, that's fifteen hundo right there for Van There you go, Kamish. <laughs> yeah, shut him down. Uh, open up shop there with your DMX guy at the grocery store with his dog. Grocery store guy there or is it? Shannon Sharp doesn't need your effing chocolate. Church day combo platter, I think, is what that was. Or is it Fred Van Vliet? That is my vote today, Chief. How about you, Fred? And the Van Vliet's. Lucius. That man and his dog. Alrighty. Uh, two hey, to one. And, and uh, Google Black Star Line so you'll know who. Uh, uh, yeah, I was yeah, off on Marcus a few decades. Yeah. Yeah, I Googled it real quick. Yeah, 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 yeah I was off on okay. a couple I mean, years. It's all right. I've been telling people, Sorry. all types of people all around the world about things, and they never look it up, even though no, the whole world's telling them to look I, at hey, it. Hey, we appreciate the opportunities here dog. because. Uh, we weren't educated on those things. Important part of our country's think, history. I don't, I don't think people want to be educated on it. That's point. what I was no. trying to say in that whole little situation. You, got it. Beautiful. Yeah, you yeah. got it. Well, Chuck. Uh, I'll, I'll throw Shannon a vote. Okay, two to one to one, Broadus. Uh, let's go with Freddie. By a score of three to one to one, and your new G Bag of the Day champion. It is uh, Raptors All-Star, trade target of the Mavs. I'd like that in the locker room. I That'd be great. Too. Little yeah. Fred Van Vliet. Okay, uh, where are we going next, uh, Broadus Krusty's Corner? Yeah, in Krusty's Corner, can I interest you in any of these free agent wide receivers? We'll talk about them next. Well, thank you, Lucius. It is the G-Bank Nation here on the Fan Time. Now for Krusty's Corner, here he is, King of the Krusties, Broadus. Thank you very much, General. Appreciate that. Uh, Eric's over there working on his putting. I think Eric. I think we're gonna have a contest here. I think we're gonna have a contest about Eric. Let's can, have a putting contest. Putting contest. Can you golf at all, Eric? Like in real life? In real life golf? God no, no, no. 
Uh, I could probably act. take a couple of good driving Oops. hacks. Absolutely not. And then by hole three, I'm like, all right, this is now just a day of hanging out with the boys. We're carting around. I'll Drinking take a couple of hacks. Yeah, yeah. We'll do a couple cigars. Of I'll be the yeah. designated driver. Becomes uh, now. I mean, I probably will be inebriated, but I'll I'll drive the hell out of that golf cart. Yeah, it's great as just a fun day. I don't even look at it as golfing. I just look at it as hanging with my bros and then taking a couple of hacks from time to time. You know, act like I'm reading some greens. That's one of my favorite things to do. Is like early on when I'm first playing with somebody and they have no like they have no idea that I have no idea. You're just like squatting so and I'm doing so you're acting time. like I'm, you're good. I'm acting like on the greens I'm seeing things in a different way. You know? No, it's embarrassing. And then it only takes about two or three putts before they realize, oh okay, this guy okay. has, he's putting a lot okay. of effort into sucking. You, you say it, it's two or three holes no, 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 how, two or three putt attempts. Two or three putts. You usually okay. get through hole number one and you look at me like, oh, okay. You how just I see what we're in for. Gavin, how many how many holes do you think that Eric can go? Could run through. Eric, <laughs> how many holes do you think Eric could play before the guy that they're playing with that he they would this guy really sucks. This guy's not. Oh. This guy's not good. I think it's probably one swing, to be honest with you. You think so? Yeah. Just you, one you drive? Can, you, I think you can tell by how people tee their ball up and address it. You know, that's, you can tell very, very, you can that's tell kind of by what their shoes and their pants are quite often. What, you're not supposed to get <laughs> yeah. on both knees to tee the ball up? <laughs> no, yeah. No. Yeah. Drop down on one knee. <laughs> yeah, it's bad news. Uh, <laughs> I, I love this pudding thing here, though. That it's, yeah, it, Bobby. We got, we got some good times. We got plenty of room. Let's get a foosball table up here, you know? See, that's what I'm saying. We got to yeah. really, we got to dress or no this spins. thing up. Spins or no spins? Spins. All spins. day. Yeah, yeah, we're spinning. I would rather, Gavin, I'd, I'd rather, I'd like to expose them to the hockey game. That we, that, oh yeah, would, let's get one of those. I would yeah. rather have the I hockey one once. I would rather have yeah. the hockey game with the bubble over the top of it, as yeah. opposed to foosball. I'm I terrible at foosball. Are you? Yeah, I'm just not. Can we, we get, get a like ping a ping pong table in here? Can we get like a like a Gallagher style arcade game? That'd be fun. I think we'd Pac-Man. all be in on that. What's Gallagher? Pinball? Gallagher? Ga- or Gallagher? Excuse me. Oh, I'm okay. sorry about that. Yeah, okay. I was wondering. I'm sorry. Did you ever play Gallagher? I did. It's been a long time. That was the one of my favorite parts of going to the movie theater. They still have them in some. Really? That Webb Chapel Theater still got it. Okay. It's been a long time for me. Been a long time. You guys big arcade guys? I did like the arcade. Tornado Terry's was my spot for yeah. a good portion of my childhood. Man, I, just, I was a fan. We had a pinball machine growing up. That's how old I am. Loved pinball. Yeah. Like the pinball wizard. Yeah. Had Tommy. Yeah. Had the whole thing. You used yeah. to call it game ball as a kid. I don't know why. Yeah. Who knows? Game ball. Game ball. All right. The 33rd team. Bunch of failed scouts and executives like myself. It's okay. I call it Gallagher as an adult. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the comedian. <laughs> uh, the 33rd team, they, um, they've they got uh, Greg Jennings, former Pro Bowl wide receiver from uh, the Green Bay Packers, Tennessee Titans, Baltimore Ravens. The most Bears. legendary Madden player of all time. Is he? Yeah, no, he is. Even more so than 04 Vic. On Absolutely. a broken leg, he carried the team. He put Ryan. the team on his back. Never seen anything like that. I can't all the years you you've been watching this. tape, all the years you've been scouting football, yeah, the amount of work you've put in, and you can't go back and forth with me right now about Greg Jennings putting his team on his broken legged back. Oh, is this for a victory? Is, is this a bit? Yeah, that, that somebody did. I never it's saw not it. A, well, yeah, I guess it's a, I mean, if, a Madden guy. If greatness won, is a bit to you. Yeah, I mean, sure. Okay, all right, I got you. Man. I mean, Shannon Sharp lost his mind. He's the most Madden hardest hit safety in the league. Dominated him. Yeah, man. Sorry, I don't know what you're talking about. You should be sorry. I'll look it up. And at some point today, I'd like to think I'll forgive you. All right. He listed his top 10 free agent wide receivers. 
See if you're interested in these cats. See if you are. Number 10, how about Jarvis Landry? His uh, 2022 cap hit was $3 million. He's with the Saints. Jennings, I know you have an LSU bias, but no. No. Landry, that uh, Jennings calls uh, Landry a great player. Get over it. Currently, he's a great player. He's a great player. He's Get 30 years old. I, I'd, I'd be in. What does he mean by great? At, at two and a half million bucks? He's I a like great, where he's going, but I'm just curious. He's a great slot. Possession receiver, has strong hands, really good route runner, understands how to get open, make tough contested catches. Jarvis yeah, Landry. he can play. Yeah, and he's a good yak guy. You know, now he's not going to run great routes, but you get him the ball close to the line of scrimmage, he makes a guy miss, gets you six yards. Hey, honestly, get it again, I will say, like if if you're playing this three yards at a time passing offense that it sounds like <laughs> yeah. uh, McCarthy wants, uh-huh. he might be the perfect player. Yeah, yes. if you're going for a yards per attempt with of like under five yards. This is your guy. Yeah, and if short you want, yardage. If you want, if you want to lean into the fact that you have no speed offensively, like if you just want to be that team, like mm. you're so slow that you're almost deceptively fast. <laughs> I think you. This might be a home run hitter here. He was always the fantasy guy. He'd have like eight catches, fifty yards. He's not giving you much. No, he's not. He's got number nine is Noah Brown. Any reason to bring Noah Brown okay. back? The, the, the <laughs> okay, Noah Brown's ahead of Jarvis okay, Landry. Wow. You definitely are out on Jarvis Landry then. <laughs> great player. So if Jarvis Landry describes as great, how does he describe Noah Brown? Seriously, had, read the right up Had on a this. really good season. If, you know, he's uh, none of us knew that he was, but in key moments he made some big catches. Some big, some big. Asserted himself as a target for Dak Prescott. One of the biggest plays of the year was because of Noah Brown, but what it was the Jags going the other way the other for way. the touchdown in walk-off fashion. How about McCole Hartman from the uh, Kansas City Chiefs? There you go. Now we're talking. There's your runner. Yeah, give me that speed right there. $4.4 million with the Chiefs. That's his cap hit. He's another guy that uh, suffered some injuries in the past, so we don't get to see him perform at his best. But And in the present, honestly. He missed the Super Bowl, didn't yeah, he? Yeah, I'm good on that guy. He's always <laughs> heard. I mean, Kansas City wasn't able to get the most out of him. These have all been realistic for the Cowboys, though. These are the kind that's of guys. Why, that's, yeah. why, that's why I was kind of thinking about this. Yeah, these are the guys that are still going to be available after their spring break trip. Yeah, good point. After we get back from Capri, yeah, week two. next week free agency, week also three. known as spring break. <laughs> Everyone else is signed a free agent. Here come the Cowboys. McCole Hartman's well, available. Yeah, time, yes. time to go back. Who's on the board? Yeah, okay. How about Marvin Jones Jr. Eight MJJ. Points, yeah, from the Jaguars. Eight point seven million. Bigger receiver had a down year, but we've seen him thrive. He's featured as number one, kind of a one B, kind of a guy with Detroit and in Jacksonville. He's interesting. Seems like he's old now. I like that. Like five years ago, we were on to something. That's analysis right there. He's a man man, man, guy, that guy. Okay. Mm -hmm. Absolutely, I get it. How about Darius Slayton? Gavin, you talked about him the other day, right? Yeah, I think he had 700 yards last year, 45 catches, something like that. Slayton's not bad. He's He was only a $1 million cap hit last year for the Giants. That's a a solid buy cheap, dude. Okay. I kind of like Slayton. How about Paris Campbell with the Colts? Now, that's some speed. I'm in on Paris Campbell. He's 26 years old. Yeah, Paris Campbell can play. He can play a little bit with you on that. Uh, Number four, DJ Shark. No. Wolchuk had something. You were saying something the other day about, like, your disdain for DJ Shark. Every year people are like, DJ Shark, breakout year. He's he's just uh, people he, love he's him. Six four. Oh great, awesome. When's he ever done? Like DJ okay. Shark never produces. Yeah, like a dude non. People sign him. People four. love him. He put up great numbers. The size, the measurables, never performs. I want guys that play well. 
Is that a Legadoo Nane reference right there? Here we there? go, boys. Here Holy we go. Holy cow. Chiefs in his bag today. <laughs> We're going to rock today, boys. How about Alan Lazar from the uh, Packers? Somebody described um, them their excitement for Alan Lazar. I'm not kidding you. In the Matthew Berry Combine Nuggets, mm-hmm. the quote from like an NFL person was, my nipples are hard for Lazard. I'm not kidding you. There is like legit Lazard interest out there. You had a nice year. You can literally Google that quote, Walchuk. I know that's what you're doing right now. No, I'm not. I'm not. Next Uh, one. Next one is Juju Smith-Schuster. Yeah. At number two. Sounds like they got a lot of great guys to call, you know? And teams aren't going to have enough money to pay these guys. Yeah, Juju's not bad. And number one is Jacoby Myers from the New England Patriots. Yeah, he's definitely the best. I remember Jacoby Myers catching his first touchdown. But Jacoby's going to get big cash. Which just happened this year. (laughs) Big dough. All righty, Krusty's Corner every afternoon with Brian Broaddus, 240. That's one hour down and four to go here on your home of the Cowboys, home of the Rangers. We'll go uh, around the rim, get you a little rim sesh here on your afternoon coming up next on The Fan. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.